You might have already guessed, but in this video we'll be talking a little bit about shame memories, and that can be a sensitive topic. My last video, Shame and Human Survival, defined shame and discussed the evolutionary function of shame and how it helped to keep us safely in the group. While shame helped the survival of our species, at an individual level, shame can be a particularly painful emotion that has a range of negative effects on psychological well-being. And shame can become firmly embedded in our emotional memories. So let's explore some of the research around shame memories, some of the qualities that they possess, some of the effects that they can have, and also how compassion might be able to help. Hi, I'm Dr. Stan Steindl, and when I was about 20, I was in a little jazz duo with my girlfriend at the time. We called ourselves Too Smooth, spelt T-W-O. We thought we were very clever. Anyway, one day we were playing a gig in front of hundreds of people. Well, there was at least a hundred. We were performing Body and Soul, a tune written by Johnny Green in 1930. It goes a little something like this. My heart is sad and lonely For you I cry for you seen it I'm all for you body and soul Phew! Difficult chords! So there I was with all these flattened nines and thirteenths and half diminished chords and I got completely lost. My girlfriend just kept singing while I was kind of flapping my hand at the strings. At the bit where the lyrics go, I can't believe it, it's hard to conceive it. My girlfriend was just looking at me like, what are you doing? She was actually super supportive, both during and after this ordeal. But I could feel all these eyes on me, judging me, snickering maybe. Perhaps I could have laughed it off. But instead, I felt my face flush and I just desperately wanted to disappear. The shame hit me like a tidal wave. And this is where the story links back to the topic of this video. That shame experience has stuck with me ever since in the form of a shame memory. And there are two aspects to it. One is that even now, when I think about that experience, I really feel it. I can re-experience something of what it was like all that time ago, 28 years ago. The second aspect is that it's become central to how I view myself as a musician. I see myself as no good and certainly not up to performing. In fact, except for a couple of open mic nights and playing the Wiggles for my kids at their birthday parties, I've barely performed musically since. Shame memories have traumatic qualities and they become central to our sense of personal identity. Dr. Marcela Matos from the University of Coimbra in Portugal 
has done some incredible work over the years looking into shame memories and their traumatic qualities and centrality. Her research has found that shame memories can have very similar qualities to those associated with other types of trauma. Intrusive thoughts and images of the shame experience. Avoiding thinking or talking about it or being near anything associated with it. And related feelings of anxiety, anger, being easily startled or always on guard and other signs of physiological hyperarousal. Shame experiences are in many ways social or relational traumas. Furthermore, Dr. Matosh's research found that shame memories can become central to self-identity. We begin to define ourselves according to that shame experience and what it means about us and who we are. I'm no good as a musician. Despite time passing, shame memories become a part of how we see ourselves and very much keep the feelings of shame alive. Unfortunately, Shame memories increase the risk of difficult emotions like depression, anxiety and stress. And the more severe the traumatic qualities and centrality of the shame memories, the more severe those difficult emotions. Importantly, Dr. Matosh's work has identified shame memories as being an important part of the origins of fears of receiving compassion from others and from oneself. This is the double bind of shame and shame memories. They increase the risk of psychological distress of one sort or another. And at the same time, they reduce our openness to receiving the social connection and support that we need in order to suffer less. All of this begs the question, what can we do to help people alleviate the suffering associated with these shame memories. A couple of years ago, Alison Creed and I collaborated with Dr. Matosh to explore the role of compassion and self-compassion in the relationship between shame memories and depression. We found that self-compassion did indeed mediate this relationship. Our skills and abilities to be compassionate towards ourselves in the face of life difficulties may help reduce the painful negative effects of traumatic shame memories on psychological well-being and promote feelings of safeness and contentment. I'll post a link to this paper in the comments below. We all just find ourselves here with tricky brains that we didn't get to choose and shaped by a whole range of experiences that we also didn't get to choose not least shame experiences. All of this means that our minds and bodies are built for us, not by us. And they come along with a whole range of thoughts and feelings, urges and desires, motivations and behaviors, many of which we'd really rather not have. But our brains can also learn and change, take responsibility and set compassionate intentions so we can develop the strength and courage to acknowledge who we really are and forgive those parts of ourselves that have been most painful and also make a commitment to be helpful rather than harmful to ourselves and others. If you're human, 
then you probably have a whole range of shame experiences from across your life. That's completely normal. What is also innate is our compassionate motivation, including our potential to be compassionate towards ourselves. If you'd like to explore this a little more, I have an article on my LinkedIn profile, and so I'll put the link to that in the comments below as well. So I hope that's been helpful, bringing your own compassion to your shame memories. But until next time, I wish you all the very best on your compassionate journey.